You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, y'all. My name is Shan. Welcome to Cozy Womb Podcast. This is a series for Black fathers because Black fathers matter. Black fathers matter to me. Black fathers matter to my children. Black fathers matter when it comes to my brothers, um, my mentors, my friends. They matter because they set the tone for who our children look up to. They set the tone for how men, women, children, and other elderly people feel protected, feel like, you know, everything they've struggled for was for a good cause because they've seen who they've become. And I want to, um, I don't know, I just want to shine a light on them and hear from them in a perspective that sometimes goes unheard because no one cares to ask. Sometimes people look at fathers as if, oh, that's nothing. They're supposed to do that. Why would we, you know, thank you for doing something you're automatically supposed to do? You shouldn't look for any, you know, praise or any uh, thank yous for that. That's the standard. That's the basics. You know, do what you're supposed to do. But when you have a father that's there, that's consistent, that's uh, available, that's attentive, that's caring, that's thoughtful versus an absent father versus a father that thinks his life and his now is more important than the child's future. Um, There's a difference. There's a clear difference. And I just want to show appreciation. So uh, this series, I've interviewed many, many fathers from different places, different backgrounds. And I really just want to pick their brains with different questions. So um, thank you for listening to Cozy Boom Podcast, and I hope you enjoy. I will say this about Quan. Quan is a very... um, you know, involve father to the point where he wants to know the in and outs of his son. 
he has a um, good father-son relationship with his dad to the point where there's a mutual respect there. Um, from what I get, his father really respects, you know, how he's fathering and is there as a guide also still, even as a man. And I think that's a super key component when it comes to um, great fathers, successful fathers, fathers that are always willing to learn and try and uh, get better is having a father that's also showing them as an example that, hey, this is what I learned even, you know, after raising you, there was a better way. And this is what I learned along the way. Let me help you. Let me, you know, give you this insight. And for him to have that there is good. For him to have a um, supportive partner is key for him to be able to decompress and really spend that quality time with his son and be able to teach him along the way is perfection. That's what we want. So I hope you guys can uh, get some feedback about your parenting, about uh, what it is to be a father from Quan's perspective. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Peace. Hey, hey, it's Anya Dula, and I am the host of Intercultured with Anya Dula. Intercultured with Anya Dula is a podcast that focuses on motherhood, culture, birth work, and travel. And it's just a place for women to come together to discuss our philosophies on motherhood, to discuss our work and birth work, if that's what we do, but mainly to bring women of all different cultures together so that we can talk about how we mother, how we hashtag do motherhood so that we can learn from one another and learn to love each other. That's really what it's all about. I hope you'll join us. Intercultured with Anya Dula podcast is available on all the major podcast stations. I hope you'll join us. Can't wait to connect. Here we go. Back to the show. Back to the show. Well, this is Cozy Womb Podcast. This is episode 19 of Black Fathers Matter. We have Quan from OTR Podcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm blessed. Thankful to be on your uh on your, on your podcast and everything. I appreciate the opportunity. Of course. You know, I when I did this, it came to me in the shower and I was beating myself up because it was very last minute. It was like May 30th, last minute. Chantal, you should interview fathers all June. Girl, <laughs> do you think you wanna give me a heads up? So like I reached out and I wasn't expecting all these dads to you know, want to talk about it, but I'm glad you guys are talking and sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'm going to pick your brain. So my first question for you is, where were you born? Uh, I was originally, I was born in Washington, D.C. Um, yep, yeah, D.C. native. Uh, Providence Hospital. I, I, don't, I don't think I have it anymore. Um, it was a long time ago, 81, 1981. Yeah, so 
uh, born in D.C. and, you know, stayed in D.C. for a little while, then went from D.C. to, to New York, where I stayed in uh, East Brooklyn for about, I want to say, eight to nine years. And then I moved back out out to Maryland, around to the, um, the Columbia area, and I've been, I've been out around the area ever since, so, um, okay. yeah. I used to live in Maryland when I was like nine, 10, 11. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, I, I like it because you really get like the feel of all seasons. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. fall is like my favorite time of the year and up there looks amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful around the fall, around the fall area. Well, I mean, all, you know, all different, all seasons when it's, you know, summertime, when it's fall, then from, you know, from fall to, to you know, to, to winter and mm-hmm. when it's, you know, it gets cold and everything. And actually this, this was uh, the, this past year with the first year where it really didn't snow. It usually snows around the, the uh, mm-hmm. around the, um, the winter area, the winter time, but <clears throat> You didn't get any of that. So, yeah, you get all different type of seasons up here around the, around the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. I kind of miss it. But then yeah. I kind of don't. But then I kind of do. <laughs> oh, okay. But it's cool. And how old are you? I'm, I'm 38. 38. Yes. Okay, we, we in the same decade. I can yeah, rock yeah. with that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. How absolutely. old do you feel? I feel my age. My age, maybe a little bit, a okay. little bit, a little bit, yeah, a little bit younger. Um, <clears throat> despite you know the knees and everything, you know. Listen, let's not talk about these pop locking knees. <laughs> like, jeez, yeah. you don't, you just, like, you do not want to see my vitamin cabinet. It's, it's legit. <laughs> like, the girl, I have everything. What do you need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, the um, knees yeah. in the back is. Yeah, yeah, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Don't feel, I'm feeling good. You know. Okay. Yep. God bless. So, how many kiddos are you carrying? One. Uno. Yes, Uno. Yes. Boy or girl? Boy. Boy. Nine years old. Nine years old. I have no idea what that's like. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's an experience. It's an experience. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. A good one? Oh, yeah. A great one. A great experience. Okay. Good. Beautiful experience. Wouldn't, wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, yeah. Beautiful, loving experience. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> consistency, you know. Um, a lot of, lot of, lot of uh, nice, sleepless nights. A lot of nights where you, a lot of mornings where you, you know, you constantly thinking, a lot of nights where you constantly thinking. Um, you know, it's 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 a lot. It's a it's a it's a great it's an adjustment, but it's a it's a great adjustment. It's a great adjustment. You know? What is so, his personality like? Um, he's he's lovable. He's he's a he's a nice nice young man. Um, laughable, funny. Um, you know, very intelligent. I'm not just saying that because you know I'm his father, but you know he's <laughs> he's, he's, he's you know he's intelligent for his age, and you know he's he's a bright. Bright, bright young, you know, bright young young man. So, um, <clears throat> you know, energetic. Um, you know, loves to play sports. Uh, you know, into everything. You know, family oriented. Just you know, just a, a young, well, you know, nice, well rounded kid. So, um, I guess I'm not just saying that he's because I'm his father, but you know. Is there anything that he does that reminds uh, him 
well, you of yourself? I would say the way he eats, probably. How does he eat? He's like, he, he's like, a, he's like a, a teenager. Like I said, he's only oh, nine. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Where's a Costco card? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his grandmother has it, so. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, um, that's personality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how he's able to kind of grasp certain things, how, you know, uh, you know, kids are able to kind of, you know, kind of gravitate towards him and, you know, yeah. he's, you know, so I, I see those, I see those things, um, you know, that I, that I have, you know, the same characteristics that, that is in me, the same thing that's in him, so. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So my first question for you is, um, I know black fathers are very hardworking and they step up for their kids when a lot of people don't. Why do you think that's not shown in like media or what that's not shown in film or that's not, you know, put on blast as much as the negative aspects of black fathers? Um, well, I mean, I feel like it's an agenda by media and by, um, by, I mean, you know, honestly, by you know, systemic white society that are that are racist to try to put, put that portrayal out as if um, you know, black fathers don't do what's need to be done or don't go the extra mile um, or you know, three extra miles to do what need, to do what's need to be done for the kids. Um, of course, we all know that, and of course, we all see that. So, uh, but you know what? to the people that you may know or that you may be around, you know, you can probably name, you know, 10 great fathers, you know what I mean? Off the top of your head that you know, that, you know, that are, are you know, in their kids' lives and, you know, that are, are working hard and that, you know, are staying on course and doing what needs to be done, you know, for, for, the, for the kids. Um, so I think a lot of it from, from that particular aspect from the media is, you know, it's portrayed different because um, it is an agenda to uh, to kind of to not to kind of but to downgrade black men, black kids, you know, the black family. So you see that a lot. You see that a lot, and I think that that's a, that's a reason. Um, the reason, one of the reasons, the main reason why um, you know that's that's being portrayed or that that's a particular narrative, which which is not true, and it's never been true. So um, you know, shout outs to all the fathers that are. are breaking that narrative and to the to the mothers uh that are sitting with that as well you know so. i think with like a lot of families changing um mm-hmm. where it might be you know fathers being like the single parent the head of the household and taking care of multiple kids and relatives kids i don't feel like that's portrayed on tv or film, and I feel like there's enough avenues of writers and producers for that to happen. I would just like to see it um, because that does change like the mindset of people on other continents and countries where they look at you know black men as oh the media says you're this so you have to be this. But if we start changing it, just like they see you know black people on reality TV and think we're all that way. Maybe if they saw us, you know, in a different light, that will slowly change. 
Um, so I would love to see that because I know there are a lot of fathers that really take on a mother and father role, but those fathers are not gonna, you know, be like, man, you know what I do? I do this, this, this. They're just gonna do it. You know? Exactly. Exactly. It's just gonna be done and it's nothing gonna be to where you're gonna hold a checklist of the things that you do. You know, you just do it because yeah, those are your those are your babies. And that's you know, um, you know, you you, you wanna see them shine. You know what I mean? So um yeah, it's it's not it's it's not about that. Men that are out there that's doing what they gotta do, they're doing it because of the love. Fatherhood changed my life because blank. Fatherhood changed my life because <laughs> I realized that there was someone that was looking up to me. Mm. You yeah. don't have any younger siblings? Uh, I do, but my younger siblings were, were kind of, kind of, you know, they were kind of in their own, you know, they were always independent in, in themselves and um, kind of had their own way that they always rode. You know what I mean? So they, yeah. you know, um, you know, our father did a good job with, you know, making sure that we understood who we were um, and, you know, understood what it is that we wanted to accomplish or, or whatever it is we wanted to do. Right? You know what I mean? So like my my, um, my young siblings, you know, they, they they pretty much had their head, heads on, you know, we pretty much had our heads on. Okay. From a, from a young age, you know. But your I mean? son, your son is like a, like always looking. So that's why you felt that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, like I said, yeah. realizing that yeah, someone, someone is is, is pretty much um, I'm responsible for, and, and that's looking up to me, and you know that's going to need me um, throughout life. You know. So so that that that's what. Yeah. I think dads have a um, dads have a benefit, whether they're girls or boys, of creating like their best friend. Because moms is like, oh my god, that's my mom. I can't tell her this, or um, I don't want her to feel a certain way. And then dads, if you guys are like on like a honest level, a cool level, I got your back level, they'll. They'll tell you more. They'll be open more, and yeah. uh, that's a good opportunity for you guys. That's why I'm just like men that don't really um, hone in on that opportunity to build those bonds. Like they don't understand what they're missing out on. Like that stuff is really good. Yeah, absolutely, it is. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. Um, my next question is a fill in the blank. <laughs> my dad was blank growing up with with him I felt blank my dad was growing up with him so growing up with your dad was what as an experience and how did you feel um growing up my, with my dad was I guess a complex experience <laughs> um, because I didn't really start getting close to my dad until maybe I was a teenager. Okay. Like, why well, I, I can really like pinpoint when my dad actually like started sitting down with me and like having those like father son talks and mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying was like 
you know, there consistently. Um, so it was kind of complex. You know, when I was younger, I really didn't <clears throat> see him a lot. Mm-hmm. I would see him, you know, sporadically. Um, but as I got older and becoming into a teenager and as well as my manhood, that's when I started really um, having the conversation, conversations and having a relationship with him more and kind of leaning on him um, from a, a, a son to father uh, perspective or relationship. Um, so, yeah. So how did he make you feel as a, as a kid growing up? Um, shit, my pop, I was sugar my pops when I was, when I was growing up, honestly. Like, um, I knew, like, you know, he was loving pops, but at the same time, he was, you know, he, he wasn't to be, to be played with. Yeah. So, he wasn't to be toyed with. So, um, yeah, as, as a young, you know, a little bit shook when he used to come to the house or whatever. <laughs> Like, no doubt about that. Like, you know. But, um, yeah, as you know what I'm saying, as I got older, like, I started realizing, like, you know, my pops was really a really cool dude. You know what I'm saying? But he just didn't take any, he just didn't take any shit. And, um, yeah, you know, he was, he was just, a, he was just a pop that was about that. And, you know, he, like I said before, you know, he, he, he taught us, um, each and every one of us, you know, who we are, who we should be. Um, you know, as as young black men, and um, you know, definitely made sure that we stood up for ourselves and and and, and hold our own and, and respect others. You know what I mean? So, and most most importantly, is respect ourselves. So, mm-hmm. um, that balance is key in fatherhood and not in motherhood, also because mm-hmm. I think a month a lot of mothers you start to feel like a sucker because you cave in. I think that balance is key. I struggle with that all the time. Yeah. Where um, I don't want my girls to feel like they just get things because they're cute or because they're girls and they act. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always try to balance that out. Has your dad ever told you what he thought of you becoming a father or how you're doing in fatherhood? Have you had that conversation? Yeah, we've had that. We've had that. And my, my dad... He's been pretty, pretty well with, pretty good with, um, you know, discussing and talking with me and um, letting me know, you know, from his perspective of, of, of a father, how, you know, what I've, what I've been doing in, in fatherhood um, and giving me, you know, tips, things, things that I can use or things that, um, that, you know, that you should know or things that you should, you should, you should be able to use when it comes to you. Um, <clears throat> teaching or, 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 you know, being a father, you know, being a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's been, a, it's been a, like I said, it's been a ride. It's been a, it's been a good ride. I'm glad you have a dad that communicates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some dads from a different decade just like, you just gonna have to find out how I found out. <laughs> But it was it was that tight. But it was like, like I said, as I got older. But it was it was yeah. more so. Like when I was young, it was like, nah, this is this is what you're gonna do. And yeah. I want you to say something, or I want you to look a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so like, yeah, we we you know we 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 went through that that mode where it was like, okay, like any second he could he could put me through this wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hmm. Like, so you know, which all all father son you know what I'm saying you, you kind of go through that 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 point 
um, from what I what I what I've heard. Okay. Heard. Um, but it's uh, it, it, love. <laughs> I love. Have you had any challenges so far, or what you felt like was a challenge being a father to your son? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the challenges that I've seen outside, the challenges internally that I battle within myself, um, I've wanted to be, you know, a, a, a great father um, and wanted to can continue to be consistent and, 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 you know, seeing the, the growth and being there for the growth and the upbringing in his life or um, <clears throat> any, um, any other kids that I, I bring into this this life, which you know, I hope and pray to God. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I know that's kind of. I don't know. I don't know if they answered the question or not, but no, I mean, it, it does. You know, I think what you said about consistency, as long as you're, you know involved and not just you know what I see him when I'm supposed to see him you know like involved it 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 helps with those challenges because you guys get to know each other you guys get to trust that you know what I told you you know, you'll put in action so I don't have to like be on you about it so um yeah I think that, it's um, yeah so that just you know the challenge of being a black man and and and, and having a son, um, always having to jump through the little hoops of the stereotypes of, of what's being said, or what's being portrayed, um, you know, that's very challenging. Um, Have you dealt with any like direct racism while with your son or trying to parent? Um, or notice like, you know, this parent was an ax this and I was or... You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've, I've noticed, I've noticed it from, um, from an indirect, from from an indirect perspective. Nothing, something webbed and blatantly in my face, um, the way it's it's, it's been like lashed out in front of, from my son. Cause, nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah. Listen, you um, just see me in Walmart. I'm just like, hey, 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 your car yeah, is too nah. close. My child is right yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm 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 pretty aggressive when it comes to that, and when it comes to, um, like just the energy that people bring around him, mm -hmm. um, or just I'm yeah I'm 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 very protective and aggressive when it comes to that. So even if even if it was which I you know I thought maybe I've I've seen someone maybe look at him a certain way, mm -hmm. like I'm 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 pretty much on that, pretty much on that. Um, yeah, yeah. I but think, I'm gonna be that for all, all. I'm gonna be that for all. All my, I'm that's what's yeah. That's good though that you experience that because then you have something to share with him. I think um, as he gets older, when you guys are not within the situation and y'all just like have like some downtime, you know, yeah. you can probably be like, did you notice? You know, earlier X, Y, and Z. Um, either gonna be like yes or no and then you just like talk him through getting through that because I think a lot of the blow ups with our boys are you know them not knowing how to deal with those issues or communicate through people 
being indirectly racist um, and just feeling like, oh my God, you make me mad. I want to like punch a hole through you. And um, just talking him through that process like that, I think will help a lot of kids not react so soon. Um, Cause I talk to my, I don't have any sons, but I talk to my nephews all the time about, you know, how people say things what they mean, what do you think they meant? You know, yeah. you know, there's so many slick ways to say something. Yeah, and now you have to just like I, I you know, I have this, I have my talk, I have that talk with him now about, mm-hmm. um, and more frequently now because he's getting older, and just especially what's what's going on, current um, mm-hmm. event wise. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I talk to him and I let him know. Um, it's about you know what you, you, nowadays you have to watch what you say you do you know yeah. and watch what you're saying is one thing but also you know you have to watch how you say things as well too you know I mean I totally understand when it comes to free speech and stuff um, what free speech <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying but like nowadays I mean you just have right. to you right. just have to you know what I mean you gotta know what to say and you gotta watch how you say it you know, mm-hmm. the tone of how you say things. You know what I mean? What you're saying. You know what I mean? Like it's the word. I just play. I just feel so sorry for these kids now because this lady called the cops on a group of boys that were playing football in the street. You don't have a field. You don't really have like um a yard to play football yeah. with kids in the neighborhood. You telling me you can't play uh football in the street like normal kids did? And it's kind of like they don't really have a childhood. They can't really go anywhere during this quarantine. And she called the cops on them. And what happened was the two cops ended up playing with the kids in the street with the football. Like stuff like that, like, you know, depending on what a child's race is, you can play with this. Because your race is this, you can't play with that. Like it's so ridiculous, but it's the reality of the situation. Yeah, it is. It's, it's fucking sad. It really is. Yeah. But this is the shit that our ancestors have been going through. This is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just sad that it's 2020. We, you know, done with this bullshit. Listen, I was just watching before um, I jumped on here with you. I was watching uh, um, James Baldwin and uh, Nikki Giovanni having like the conversation on YouTube. Yeah. And it's just like the topics they were talking about. I'm just like, so were you here last week? <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same issues. It's the same problems. It's the yeah. same feelings that they had where they felt like they lived in a country that didn't care about them or they, um, you know, our men can't get ahead because of X, Y, and Z. And they, they come home and they, you know, throw all their their pressure onto the people that love them the most and X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, I mean, I like watching stuff like that because it does teach you, but at the same time, I'm tired of like the rotisserie conversation. Like, where is the solution? Like, I want a solution now. I'm tired of talking about what was and what's still going on. So, um, I know, I, I, I know people tired, but you know what the also, the also like, I know. I get it. You're tired. Yeah. I, I know. Like, 
the woman, the ladies are tired. My girlfriend is tired about it. She don't want to hear. I, I, I totally understand it. Yeah. I do. But from a black, especially from a black male perspective, it has to be continuously shown. It can't be forgotten. You know what I'm saying? Like the history of it, like how brutal the shit was. Like, I know it's a lot. I believe me, I know it is. I know it is. But it, and then, it, it, it then just, you have a orange man in office that yeah, wants exactly. to get another term that's purposely picking places yeah. where black people were murdered and slaughtered to run his campaign on the exact date of those mass killings. Yeah. And and people trying to tell me this man is not racist. Why are you picking these places in these dates? You know why. Exactly. You know why. So I'm just like you absolutely know. You know what? You ain't gotta be the you ain't gotta be the smartest to connect four, but <laughs> bingo bingo yeah. exactly exactly my next question for you is when was the last time your kid made you feel warm and fuzzy inside this is a safe place um yeah for father's day I mean I mean all the time you know whenever he hugs me whenever he runs and he he jumps onto me, you know. Even though he's he's big and he hurts my back, you know. What I mean, he runs. He's like three, but he's you know, yeah. you know that that um when you know things are hard and I'm going through what I'm going through, um you know he continuously showed me the love, mm-hmm. um, regardless of what people may think about me or regardless of what someone may have you know work-wise, whatever, son done or whatever said, you know, like, he, you know, um, to see him, his eyes and his smile and, you know, hug him and, to, you know, for him to, you know, that, that, I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but that, that, that's. No, that's I, know, a, I know how that feels. Yeah, that makes me, yeah, that makes me warm and fuzzy inside, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Speaking of like dealing with what you're dealing with, what is your form of decompressing before you you see him or you interact with him or you come home? Like, how do you leave outside, outside? Mm. <laughs> um. Or do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, um, after work is over with, after everything else is over with, um, either by myself, um, you know, chill out, may play a game, whatever. Uh, you know, I will be honest, me, me, me and my lady, we have a really good relationship. So, like, you know, being able to talk with her, um, bounce ideas off her, um, her being able to, you know, give me support, you know, help me out, or, you know, whatever, you know, that that's very helpful. Um, you know, just everyday understanding that, you know, I have to do what's needed by him, you know what I mean, for him. Um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, the love that, you know what I mean, he shows me. Um, you know, just like I said, the, the blessings. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The prayers. 
you know what I mean? That that people, you know, um, you know, give, you know, ask for God, you know, or, or whatever, you know, just those, those those are what you know keep me going every day to make sure that you know I can I can do what's needed, um, you know, for him, by him, you know, my my, my you know family members. Um, so, you know, yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Fill in the blank. <laughs> Being a dad is important because blank. Oof, I could go. Being a dad is important because you know, for one, this is a you know a human being a life that um, that you've created, um, and it's, it's so vital and it's so important to instill what you know the good values and the love that you know that that son is going to need you know especially that black son you know um it's so important um that you know we do what's necessary um to carry our legacy and our legacies are through them you know and um just making sure that you know <clears throat> we do what's right and teach them you know to be you know grown men and, 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 and productive men in society. You know, men that are gonna take care of their families, they're gonna take care of their, you know, their wives, you know, or, or their or ladies, you know, their kids, their mothers, you know what I mean, their fathers when I ask to get old, you know what I mean? Um just, you know, making sure that they are able to give back, you know what I mean, to this world. And not only to this world, but to give back to their to their people, to their culture. You know what I mean? Um to make it better for the next person, you know? Okay. It's very important, very important that, you know, us as fathers, you know, do what's necessary, you know? Very important, and you know, just like fathers that are, you know, may have the same mind that I may have or may not have the same mind that I have, you know, that wanna go, you know, we all as fathers, black men wanna go be able to be home for our kids. Um, so, Anything that I'm saying or feeling, like, you know, they feel the same way because, you know, they want what's best for their son and they, you know, want to make sure that their son has all the tools needed <clears throat> to be, yeah. you know, to survive and, and, and to not only to, to survive, but to, 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 to thrive, you know? Not only to survive, but just to thrive in this world and to, to, um, to you know, live, um, Whatever life, whatever beautiful life they they you know they manifest within their mind. Mm -hmm. So it's very important. You know what? I was just thinking if because I I feel like fathers are should be and are the first males that your child sees or interacts with. Um, mm -hmm. No one has ever done like a birth story from the male perspective. Like from, you know, the point of, okay, this week she's due. This is where my mind is. This is what I'm doing to prepare. We at the hospital up until you're actually meeting like your little human being. And I feel like just that perspective alone will help a lot of fathers understand the importance of being there and being um, involved in that process and why the beginning of the bonding is so like prevalent and important throughout you know how you guys interact and how you connect 
Um, yeah. So that would be something good to see. But I'm not a film. I'm not a filmmaker or a director. I just think it would be <laughs> something good hey, to watch. If you hey, let me know if you if you if you know any that hey you know hey I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to share my story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What things as a father make you reflect on your childhood when you see your son? Um. When I see him with my buddies I grew up with or family members I grew up with and I see him with their kids. Mm. That's, I think that kind of always gives me a reflection of like how I grew up mm-hmm. or the way I grew up with, you know, uh, you know, pretty much brothers that, you know, I've, like I said, from the time I was young to now. You know, when I see that, I'm like, oh wow, like that that really um that really hits me. Or there's times where I may like I may go around to places that I grew up and I, you know, and I'm with him, you know, I may reminisce or may have a nostalgic moment when I went back when I was younger. Mm-hmm. To when, you know, I'm was walking around doing something and I'm with him and you know, so that those those certain things, those yeah. those certain things kinda of get get me. Or like movies. And I'm watching movies okay. with him, and, you know, I remember like what I was doing back, you know, when I was watching this movie. They do not appreciate it. Listen, I tried to introduce my children to like all my favorite movies growing up. Mom, we don't want to watch this. This is boring. Yeah. But you want to sit there and watch Pokemon and you want to tell me about the Pokemon. I don't want to watch Pokemon. Exactly. Yeah. He like hates Ninja, the, the original Ninja Turtles. Like, yeah. Um, they will watch Tom and Jerry. I got them on that train. Um, they will watch like uh, Bugs Bunny, but I try to get them to watch Anim- Animaniacs, and they just like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Anima- Animaniacs is like, uh, uh, I, remember, I, remember. Yeah, I, I was remember. like, all right. I was like, if you don't want to watch this, let's watch Gargoyles. What is yeah, a Gargoyle? gargoyle. It's good to reflect because it makes them connect you to also being human, not being like superhuman. Because I remember being a kid and feeling like my parents were superhuman because anytime I asked them a question, they had an answer. And it was like, they know everything. But then you get to a point where you're like, they don't know everything. They just knew more than me at the time. <laughs> so yeah. um, it's good to reflect on that. It is. It is. Um, my next question for you is: Do you feel af- appreciated as a father from your family? Yes. Or by your family. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. How do they make you feel appreciated? Um, I mean, by letting me know, or just you know, the support. Yeah, I mean, just the support. If I, you know, um, if something I need to do something, or if I need, you know, my family has been very supportive. Um, you know, I, I can't ask for a better family. You know, just the love, the prayer. Like I said the prayers. Just you know, the times where I need to talk, or just you know, I, I, I need to go somewhere, or just you know, a few dollars, or you know, just anything. Just you know, family has, has you know, very big, very supportive, and. and 
It is true for you. It takes a village. It definitely takes a village. It does. <laughs> it definitely does. It does. Especially if you're a person that doesn't like asking for help. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And, I, and that's... People who can read your body language are... Yeah, and that's one of the things, too. Like, I, I've had to, like, learn how to ask. It's And it's okay to ask for help. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know yeah. what I mean? Especially when you're, like, you're, you're introverted or, you know, it's just things where, you're like, it's just really off. You kind of come out and yeah. say when you have kids, the, the pride like is just kind of thrown out. I mean, like, let's let's just put it this way. So my six year old, I'll call her to ask her to like get me something. She was like, "Mom, what's wrong with your two feet? Why you couldn't get it?" So I'm just <laughs> like, "Girl, you know why I had kids? I had when when I found out I was having kids, I said, okay, my taxes is about to be lit." Well, why? <laughs> Second thought was I don't have to get up and get my stuff anymore. I could just ask them to get it. So bring me what I asked you for. Yeah, <laughs> so we're very absolutely. like transparent in here about you know if I ask you to get something, just get it. If if I call your name, answer me while you're coming. Don't wait until you see me because I'm gonna be frustrated yeah. on why it took you so long. So it's all of like those little things that really. Um, let me know, like, if they do it without question, they appreciate it. But you know, okay, yeah. when you got two sassy girls, <laughs> sometimes I'd be like, man, get the Vaseline. We about to go outside. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just trying to like balance them out. But kids that That's can true. read you are super important. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, another fill in the blank for you as a father you should always show up for blank I show for everything I mean I, I guess you know what I mean like ain't really much like you can pinpoint you know what I mean you, you yeah. do, do your best to show up for everything you know mm -hmm. and also if you can't show up for everything I think it's really important for you to be honest on why you couldn't show up um, because you don't want your child to grow up in a world thinking everything that someone says is going to happen is going to happen because life does happen. And that's the thing that really disappointed me about adulthood is as a kid, you have this vision of like, man, I can't wait to be an adult so I can have this and I don't have to share this and I can go here. But nobody tells you you have to pay for everything you got. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm just like, man, I wish I was an eight-year-old and I did, all I had to do is homework and I didn't have I know, to pay any right. bills. But yeah, yep. that reality. I was going to ask you who you depend on as support, but you already said that. Uh... My next question is, how do you show up for yourself as a dad? Let me explain. Okay. When you um, know you're doing your best and you're exuding greatness, but people act as if they don't see it, like how do you reward yourself for your efforts or you, like maybe you worked 70 hours one week so your son can have this, like how do you reward yourself? 
I don't know. Honestly. I don't really how do I reward myself? Mm-hmm. So because I think like I think fathers that really want the best for their kids, they might go really hard all the time or go really hard for depending on what they want so they can have it and also take care of the other things. But I think after they give it to the child, you guys really don't get a break because you feel like you got to go hard again just in case something else happens. So how do you like give yourself like a pat on the back um, for going so hard and actually meeting the deadline so they can have that thing? Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I guess the smile on their face, or I guess whenever he gets what he wants. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. Like, you know, as as a father, like your job is never done. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, mm-hmm. I gotta get paid, or whatever, and able to pay my bills, and you know, maybe play a little bit of Call of Duty or something. Or, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, you know, so like for me, girlfriend or something. I don't. I mean, other than that, I mean. Like, you know, for me as a mom, I um, I set like goals for myself all the time for them, and then I'll I'll get what they need to get done, and I'll be like, okay, now I I don't have to feel selfish about doing this for myself because I got them out the way for this, and I can also take care of the rest of their needs. So it's kind of like oh. you might do oh, little oh. things for yourself. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. See now, nah, I'm gonna get me something. Like I'm gonna go <laughs> okay. buy something, or get me something to eat, or yeah, you know what I'm saying, go hang up the phone. I'm gonna do something. Like you know what I mean, or have a few dollars. You know what I mean? Because I, I mean, I've, I've been there where I ain't had shit. You know what I'm saying? Like literally nothing. And like when I had shit, I literally didn't have shit because when I got something in the bank, the shit was already taken out because of bills. Yeah. So literally like nothing. You know what I mean? Like. Length. You know what I mean? So like, like literally, pants beating off me every other week. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. now nah, now it makes you know if I have a little something in my budget, try to you know do something or mm-hmm. you know. I think it's yeah. important, especially for um, dads, to not you know put so much on your back and make everybody else happy, and then you left yourself like all chipped up and scuffed up and needing like yeah, your own. Awesome. Your own That's care. Yeah, yes. don't, don't do that. <laughs> Probably people do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's understandable. Um, my last one for you is saying I love you to your kids is an everyday thing, right? How do you show up in love and do you think you say to your son that you love him enough? <laughs> okay. Um, when, when I say it, you know, I mean, if I say it, I, you know, to somebody, I mean, I really mean it. And, you know, when it comes to my son or to whoever, you know, if I really present that and if I say that, I, I mean that with every person, with every part of what God has created me or who I am. You know what I mean? So, um, but my son, I, I mean, from the time he was he was born, I've always told him that, you know, and I've always done my best with making sure that I show him that and I present that to him. Because the last thing I would ever want <clears throat> for my youngin is to question my love for him. 
you know what I mean, or any of my kids, you know what I mean? Like, um, I want him to understand that and to know that his father is supportive and he's there and he loves him, you know what I mean? And yeah. I don't ever want anybody, you know what I mean? That's something where I want to be concrete to, for him to understand that, for him to know that. So um, when I say it, <clears throat> I really mean it. You know, when I do it, you know, things that I do, I do it because I do it because I love them, you know. Um, and I guess you, you like you really don't understand. I mean, I, I've heard people say like you understand love, but you really don't understand love until you have one of your own. That's like a different. You know what I mean? That's like you know what I'm saying. Like so, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I always want to make sure. That he understands that and he knows that, you know what I mean? And it's nothing that anybody, not nobody, you know what I'm saying? Not saying that anybody would, or I don't know, but nothing can come to where he doesn't know. You know what I mean? Oh, he doesn't have that grain in the back of his skull, <laughs> in front of his skull. Like, yeah, my daddy loved me. There ain't no denying that. You know what I'm saying? I, I already know. You know what I mean? So so that that's what it is for me. That's what it is. Me, I, I think um, <clears throat> when you said nothing compares to like knowing love when you, until you have a kid, it's the most selfless thing to have a child and then like take care of you in the future because that's what it is when you have a kid. You're taking yeah. care of yourself in the future because if they're great, then when, when you get to the point where you back into your childhood, because we have two childhoods, where we get old and we have needs like kids, your kid's supposed to take care of you. Yeah. Like for me, I hope there is no like nursing home um, for me. And I hope like one day they possibly have two homes I, I can visit and be at if I need to. Um, but your kids are supposed to take care of you and they are like your greatest investment. So really like pouring into them and making sure they feel loved so they don't have to go search for it from somebody else is um, super important. And then to get it from the mom and the dad, that's even better. So that's, that's really good. Well, sir, I think, I think you got this uh, fatherhood thing down pat. I, I don't. I don't. I hope so. I don't know. I pray to God, no one gives me a, no one, you know, give me a textbook for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> like you just, you know, and yeah. um, every day the shit has been, you know, it's, it's uh, overall it's been a, it's been a beautiful struggle. Mm-hmm. It's been a beautiful struggle. Um, like I said, when the, for the first part, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't yeah. not trade it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's been beautiful. There's been a struggle. Shit's been real. <laughs> you know it's, it's, like, you it's know. like another layer of yourself that you would never have peeled back unless you had a kid. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things now that I would never do, but because I have kids, I do them. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and yeah, it's, it's, it's like I say, it's just, <laughs> I'm like, I'm still, every day I'm going through this shit and I'm learning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's one thing no one can ever tell you. Like, you, no one can debate, like, can give you a textbook for this shit. You know what I'm saying? No one can give you, like, a, uh, um, a, a rubrics for this. You know what I mean? Like, a syllabus for this shit. Like, it's, you know, yeah. 
Um, you just do your best. You just love. But if you, if you think about it, they could never because it's always updating. It would have oh. to be something digital. Like you. Know, yeah, it is. Did you upgrade? There's a Cal six point They do this yeah, now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> your kids. Your kids are gonna keep you young. So that's good. Yeah, 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 they are, they are, they are. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I enjoy every enjoy every minute of it, um, and uh, uh, it's, it's a blessing. It definitely is. A, it's a blessing. So, I love it. About every day. Can you tell the people where to reach you, where to find you? Well, like I said thank you again for for having me. Um, you know present you know this interview and and, and um, share my piece um be able to share my my story um you know about being a, a father and, and, and um, you know a, a man first um but you know in this where we live in a, a black man but um just being able to you know tell my story I, you know I, I I appreciate it I really do um but yeah you can my um my I'm on Twitter you can check me out at OTR LCR Kwan um, on Twitter. I am also one of the co-hosts of uh, OTR. Yes, come on, yes. love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I show us pretty much the same alley. You know, we're, we're doing doing some 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 good things and um, being able to be to be a voice and, and use our platform um, for for what's going on out here. We have all different type of. Uh, segment so if you get a yeah, chance I, to- I love y'all show because it's you know all of you guys with different perspectives and experiences you know pouring into the same topic so it's kind of like if I wanted to take a survey I don't have to I could just listen <laughs> to the episode and just get like you know four different men talking about this and just seeing like overall is this like a good thing or is this a bad thing and it just keeps I hope that you guys check your analytics, but I'm sure there's a certain amount of women that listen to the show because, you know, just like sometimes men would like to know what women be on, women want to know what men be on and like what you guys dislike and all of that. Because I think overall that understanding is going to make us better. So yes, please go check out OTR podcast. Yes, please do. Please do. I know four four of us. We have, um, we you know we we four young black men um, with intelligent minds, with um, beautiful minds, uh, different quirky at the same time. I, um, yeah. We all have different characteristics. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, um, and you know, yeah, like like I said, well, I'm 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 one of the the co-hosts. Um, and yeah, it's it's it, that means the show is beautiful. And you know, the good thing about it is that you know we've we've been great great friends and we've been brothers you know since we've been young um and we you know we all like-minded but we're all different but we're all like-minded and like i said we get better get four different perspectives um and we just want to continue to put good content great content out um and you know we're just thankful for for just thankful for you and, and as well as all the other um viewers and you know, we're gonna take this thing black. We're gonna keep pushing, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna keep doing what we got to do and everything for, for, you know, for ourselves and, and, and for our culture and everything. So, and for our community. Agreed. I'm in there yeah. like Foursquare. All right, you guys are listening to Cozy Women Podcast, and this is Quam from OTR Podcast.
peace. Peace. That was easy. We in there like four squares. That was, that was Thank you guys for supporting Cozy Womb Podcast. My name is Shan. Uh, when you listen, you support. And um, I just want you guys to know that I am thankful and I'm grateful. And when you listen, you support myself. You support my daughters. When you buy anything from Cozy Womb Shop, you support. And I appreciate it. You could have picked any podcast and you're here. Uh, please visit us on Cozy Womb on Facebook. Cozy Womb Pod on IG, Cozy Womb Pod on Twitter. I would love to hear from you. And um, I hope you guys have another teachable day, another productive day. And um, you just keep, keep things in motion. I know things feel very weird right now with this quarantine going on, but we can do it. Peace. Bye. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.